Welcome, 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 welcome. What an intro. Welcome back to school. Good intro. Good yeah. first day at school is important. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, I mean, we're sitting here now, and we got three people kind of involved in some sort of education mm-hmm. field. Ethan, you're currently... Let's introduce ourselves. My name's Ian. I'm Liam. I'm Ethan. And I'm George. And Ellie's not with us because no. she's been suspended already on day one from school. <laughs> she's been a naughty uh, She's done her homework at home and has sent it in via remote learning. So she's doing that side of it. She's... It's the, we're sort of halfway through her little hiatus in the middle of summer because life got yeah. busy. And life gets busy. It and does, it does. We can't, we're looking very forward to having Ellie back with us. But yeah. as per usual, Ethan's joining us for a roundtable. And here in person this yeah, we go. So, little promo time. If you're just catching this with us today, want to go back and check out our review of Heat, Heat the audience yeah. pick for Hot Film Summer. Yeah, hot, hot, hot. Uh, And then on tomorrow, we've got uh, Who Do You Think You Are, uh, the final Christopher Eccleston episodes. We're also looking for more information for the the mailbag. Ask BFE. Get those questions in. We'll record on that some point before too long. That's our next big thing since we did a quiz. And check out the quiz. It came out last week. It is a good listen. And while we're on it, check out Forrest Gump with Jay Salahi and check out Four Weddings and a Funeral with Simon Callow. The interview I will plug until we long after we finished doing a podcast absolutely i got to speak to simon callow i have no idea how that happened and the fact that he did that reenactment of um doctor who does a reenactment of some doctor who reading for us as dickens Dickens. it's sensational 
Oh, it's sensational. We were very lucky. It very privileged. Very lucky. So, very, very lucky. Um, well, lots of good BFE content out there. And uh, thanks to anybody who's checking it out for the first or for the 50th time. Or yeah. if you're some people for the 150th time, yeah. probably. <laughs> we're getting pretty close to 150 pieces of content delivered, actually, by the BFE. Wow. wow. I'm just taking a look at exactly how many we have. We are currently at this. I've got 147 published as of now. 148 will. 150 is going to be. Who do you think you are? Nice. Yeah, I'll be one fifty. So my voice is on. I think all hundred and fifty of them. So there we go. Honestly, yes. did you really think we'd still be going? No, no, me. <laughs> no, but I wasn't thinking we'd find an audience. No. And then once we did, that makes it really. Because I hear, it, it, my, it I say it every you. time. My favorite part is what are we doing next week? Yeah, that's my favorite part of yeah, each episode because it's looking ahead to that next one. And I do need to appreciate them as we go back and go. Oh, I was a really, really good one. Like I really enjoyed Forrest Gump. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed for instance, a few. I really enjoyed Steel Magnolias. I've, I felt pretty good about some recent ones. I, I really, I really enjoyed The Rock. <laughs> the Rock was a great one, actually. Great, that was a bo- boys' night. Boys' night. It, it was, was fun. Fun. It was fun, wasn't it? That was a good one. Yeah. So uh, good time had there. But uh, so pull back to my earlier statement, though. I mean, we're still going to have three quarters of the panel here today involved ag- actively in the education field. Ethan, you're at university. Yeah, actually, the the day that we're recording this, I go back to campus tomorrow. This, this is for the first time actually doing university yeah. on campus. Yeah, I'll be finally actually in halls for the first time since wow. doing it last year. Exciting. Great. So yeah, cool. Exciting. In film and media. Film and media. And this is, you did your foundation year last year, so it's first yeah, year? Yeah, yeah. First proper year. Going hey, there oh, we go. So, so cool. I'm sort of living vicariously through because I've kind of yeah. managed to sort of like stumble into this whole media film kind of career I've had. Mm. And uh, I'm, you know, sort of learning as I've, in my early years was learning as I was teaching it. And I'm just yeah. kind of quite living almost a little bit vicariously going, oh, what are they teaching about? Is there anything I can add to my repertoire? But look yeah. at the people you've inspired. Yeah, you know. Doing yeah. the podcast was when we go, I've got some more to learn. There you go. Hey. go back to school. There we go. And Georgia, you're currently working as a TA? Uh, I am, yeah, but I am also at a university part-time with Open Uni. Open so, Uni? Yeah. So, well done, you. Which I don't know if anyone, anyone who's not in the UK won't know. Open Uni basically allows you to do a degree, either part-time or full-time, from home. You don't ever have to go to an actual physical campus. physical campus. We have something like that as well, but the Open University, is all, this is all they do. Yeah, yeah, they don't. They don't have a physical campus. No, like I guess in the in the states they have things like the University of Phoenix, but it's not like it's 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 got a bit of a bad reputation. Like Open University is highly oh, regarded open here. He's got a massive. The, the, really the degrees at Open University are equitable with the you know, with the degrees any from degree. any other university. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I and we, we we all know a friend who got their degree through Open University and is now teaching yep. um, teaching maths very successfully. Yeah. So yeah, I'm doing technically. Uh, Arts and humanities, but we'll be specializing in English literature. There you go. So, well done, you. Doing Twelfth Night this year? Yep. Excellent. So, uh, <laughs> why am I with this group of friends? I'm, I'm the only one who's not. You're gravitating towards getting just more free education. You know, just sort of just hanging out. You're all academically gifted, and I'm not. <laughs> gifted is not the word I would use. Struggles through, and because actually quite enjoys it. Yeah, I think that's probably more. It's you know probably yeah. where it is. Yeah. I'm not gifted. I, I. Have no, you are you you are you're very hard. You do. You guys are all brighter than me. Um, so, you know, <laughs> and I, you know, I'm uh, I teach you know film and media studies and English and yeah, I analyze things for a living, and then I go in my free time and go let's let's analyze let's some analyze films, some more stuff, and let's yeah. record it. 
I just, I just um, experienced life, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of us got noses in books, so the problem is. Yeah. So there, My books arrived the other day, made me very happy. There yeah. we go. Oh. So uh, let's talk a little bit about the format for this one here. So if you're a uh, typical real roundtable, we're going to bounce around sort of an, an open roundtable discussion about various topics. I enjoy uh, the roundtable. This one will all, the roundtable's good. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's not much work for me outside of just collecting the votes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about all I have to do. So that is uh, sensational. Uh, that, and we just sort of st- to study things up. I do a little intro, which I've done. It's over. And then <laughs> uh, intro. we just discuss kind of wherever the conversation goes. And at yeah, the end, yeah, yeah. we save enough time that we can talk through the audience top 10 and the, our top 10 on a, on a various subject. Yep. And I was thinking, I'm not even sure if necessarily the top 10s are an essential part of them, but they're a nice hook. And, you know, maybe one day we'll just open up to talking about, you know, where, where the film industry's headed and maybe it's not as, you know, movie ranking specific things, but just a more of a here we are. But we'll go through those things as the time feels right for what those are. I found this hard, this one. I found it hard because I kept, it's pretty open. I kept changing my mind. My short list, I say this every time, my short list, I find these ones more fun to do than the yeah. actor-specific ones. Yeah. Uh, but I also find it to be a lot harder to, to sort of narrow down my list yeah. as a result. I kept changing it. I could have done 20 on this yeah. one. I, I, yeah, I was same. struggling between quality and enjoyability a lot. Oh, interesting. Interesting, yeah. Um, so what we'll do is we'll sort of talk through um, sort of the different types of movies that back to school because it's kind of a big broad topic but what kind of films about school tend to be presented out there for the rest of the world to sort of enjoy and uh then we can talk about some specifics from that genre and things that hit us or, or not hit us and so i feel we'd be remiss if we started and didn't talk about uh what i think of the films that even as a kid i really really enjoyed I'm not saying that now because of my current situation <laughs> the inspirational teacher movie Yes. So uh, if you want to think about it, we had a lot of stuff from Dangerous Minds yeah, yeah, yeah. at the start, right? So uh, one we, we, we've reviewed in some great you know detail. the weirdest thing? Yep. I, I didn't put it in my list, but Dangerous Minds was one of my favorite movies for a lot of years until we reviewed it. Yeah, Debbie joined us for that one too, yeah. And, and, I, and now I, ooh, I struggle. I still like it. Uh, I wish... I like it on it, but I, I like it, but... I'm not really fussed if I see it or not anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, where I'd have made a point to see it. So, I mean, I think if you're looking at the inspirational teacher movie, I think that you, you, you live and die with a film I think will show up on, on both the audience and the BFE list, Dead which will Poets. be a movie we have to do at some point. Yes. Dead Poets Society, directed by Peter Weir. Every teacher I know uh, kind of is like, yes, yeah. that is the, re- I am a teacher. And I will walk in and they will listen like, first of all, let's go cool your jets. It was the 60s and it was a private school. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, no, there is that side of thing and the the difference that one teacher can make. And we talked for a long time about a different movie. We'll talk about it in a second maybe. But um, it allows... Danny's going to be all like, he's talking about teaching again. Great. Um, (laughs) There is that bit where I take my students. We're on a corporate journey together as a group but we're also on individual journeys i'm paired with each of my students going let's get you where you need to go let's get you where you need yeah, to go yeah, yeah. and i might not be able to win every one of those journeys but corporately and most those indiv- those those paired ones i can probably win and you see that with dead poet society where you see i think it's about four key students they decide they're going to focus on yeah. and he doesn't win all of them bless him he tries he does he doesn't win all of them and that's um, showing you life isn't it that is, that is. Okay. And and what happens if you go against him? It's kind of counterculture. Very similar to Good Morning Vietnam in a way. Yeah, very. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. But yeah, it's true. And so it's it's a beautiful film. A beautiful film. And Robin Williams, maybe 
the first time I remember him as an actor, not just a funny man. Yes. Because he's not, like, he has some moments, but he's not like Adrian Eisenhower. When Adrian, what is his name? Uh, uh, something Hower. When he's on Good Morning Vietnam. Oh, yes, yes, yes. He's yes. not that where he's always no, on. Always on. He's there, just yeah. a bit of a, but for the most part, he's, he's inspirational and is very about, you know. Inspirational. He's yeah. a big personality. Huh? He's just a big personality. Yeah. I think he shows just, a lot of heart. And he tames of, it. Yeah, it's very. You know, it's very, it's very touching. It's not a film that ends well. It's, it's, well, no, no, no. Do you know it's what not. I mean? It, it's a bit of pill to swallow. Yeah. Um, but it's a, it's got gravity to it, and it's got a lot of heart and empathy from Robin Williams. And like you said, this is the first time I saw him not being funny. Yeah. It was him being serious. And I think someone who's with a comedic background doing serious really pulls it. Yeah, because this isn't like Genie Robin Williams, no. and it's not like... And I think I saw those things first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Despite the fact that um, Dead Poets Society, I think, comes out in, like, 87? It's not a film I watched straight away. It's not something no. I gravitated towards. It was something I watched later on. It was a friend of ours, uh, Anthony, that introduced <laughs> me to to this movie. Okay. And um, he said, you really need to watch this. Yeah. And I was like, oh, do I, though? No, it's a great movie. You know, and yes. And as soon as I watched it, I was like, my God, why have I not seen this movie? Um, have you ever seen this one? Uh, I doubt uh, uh, Georgia or Ethan would have, but you might have. The Emperor's Club? No, I haven't. See, Emperor's Club is almost like they're trying to do it again. And it's but from a history perspective. And it's oh. Kevin Klein. Oh, okay. And Kevin Klein is a teacher, and he's trying to inspire these young men I like to... I as an actor. He's great in this. He, he really was well, trying. I don't know about that, but he's he really was. In, in the opening, it's where he goes, you know, um, you know, great accomplishment without contribution is meaningless. What? How will history remember you? Oh. Like, really, really good stuff. Yeah, and it's yeah, about... Yeah. What happens when you put your faith in these young men and they let you down? And sometimes they they will let you down. They will, and yeah. you're going to want them to succeed. And sometimes they're going to let you down. Not corporately, but individuals will. Yeah, yeah. And you go, what do you, what do you do with that? And then how do you find the faith to go, why do I keep doing this? Why do I put my thing into the next person, into the next time? So, um, yeah. So I really go for that. I, I don't think it showed up on a whole lot of lists, which was a shame. I'm not even sure. If I remember at the end of the day, if I made room for, I think it barely made my list. It made my list. Oh no, not no. that. Um, Dead poets. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, there's there's that one. Is there any other thoughts people have on the inspirational teacher movie? Uh, any other examples that jump into, into the head? I don't because the ones I usually gravitate towards for for those kind of teacher movies is the the mean teacher, the 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 heart, the the tough love teacher movies. Okay, so well, what are we yeah. talking here? Are we talking like Coach Carter? Coach Carter, Whiplash. J.K. Simmons. Oh, Whiplash, yeah. 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 I've got you that on DVD. Well, Whiplash. Whiplash oh, yes. very good. Very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. But Co- Coach Carter, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, Coach Carter, Whiplash. Uh, I, I think Richard Bennett loves loves Coach Carter, if I remember correctly. I like Coach Carter. Is um, uh, Goodwill Hunting a school movie, In, college movie? See, here's the thing. I, I said it was eligible. It did not ma- I thought about it. It did not make my list because I felt not enough happens on a university yeah, campus. because I want to put it. But again, like I say, it didn't really sort of... Yeah, yeah. Most of it takes place in a, in a psychiatrist's office, so yeah. I kind of went. I don't really see there's enough school stuff. I but if someone voted for it, I was like, I get it. Yeah, yeah totally yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Georgia, any inspirational teacher things that you can think of? Most of my films that I've nominated student based. I won't lie. Yeah, with the exception of School of Rock, but I don't think that's really an inspirational well, teacher. No, but let's talk a little bit about about primary school movies then, because I think or elementary school movies. Because mm-hmm. School of Rock is a great example of that, and he's an inspirational teacher, but he's the big personality who comes in, and it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's very much let's put an, a crazy adult, and usually it's put a, let's put a straight laced adult against wacky kids, and Damn they kind of go. I completely ah! forgot about all the nativity movies. Well, there you go, and then you go in. <laughs> 
flip side, though, that kind of went, let's take a really, really wacky adult and put him among straight-laced kids and mm-hmm. see what happens there. Yeah. But it is that culture shock. It is those two yeah, opposites yeah. coming together to find humor. And uh, for that reason, School of Rock was on my short list. I don't remember if it made, made my final list or not, but it was on my short list. I really like really Jack Black in it. I think it's probably the best thing I've seen Jack Black in. It's yeah. definitely the first thing I saw Jack Black in, and Same. it was like the first film yeah. that I remember sitting that we had on DVD and really and like watching it more than once. Oh, I remember now I saw him in Orange County, which is university based and could have made my list, but it still wouldn't have made my top ten. But it was good. I like Orange County. Yeah, it's good. It's I got Tom Hanks' kid. Son. Yeah, Colin <laughs> Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, he doesn't get his application in, or he gets denied getting to school. Yeah, and uh, doesn't doesn't make it at the other side. But we talk about university movies in a minute. So we've got that one. I mean, I had Kindergarten Cop in the opening there, which was great. Let's put Arnold opposite a bunch of kids. Yeah, yeah, and see what happens as far as that goes. Uh, George mentioned the nativity films, which are really only UK based. Yeah, they're very, very English films. With yeah, you you wouldn't. Re- I mean, you can understand it, but you, you, it doesn't pull on those things. Nativity no, plays doesn't. are things that actually still occur in this country. Oh god, yeah, yeah. Like usually yeah. between like the ages of maybe four to eight, nine, ten is kind of when you yeah. do nativity plays, and you usually do one every Christmas, and it's a big deal if you're Mary or Joseph. I was um, a third wise man. Were you? Yeah. I, I was believe, a sheep. <laughs> I was. I was. We we got to do three. I was a star, an angel, and a rag doll. I know. Wow. Yeah. What about, what it was like toys in? at Christmas. Uh, was I ever in a nativity play? Yeah. I was in a play that see in Canada. Like, no, you can't get. You you couldn't do that because of the religious ties into it. Oh, okay. It would be like we don't even say Christmas anymore. Like, really? oh, at school, no, no. I do prefer just I'm going to get on my political sandbox here a little bit. I like the fact in England the message is wherever you're from in the world, welcome. We celebrate Christmas on December 25th. You're welcome to join us. You don't have to. Yeah. But we will and we won't apologize for that. I really like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like that idea that it's you know, we're not going to shy away from that and there's nativity plays and all it's that our stuff. Tradition, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. And so and if other people have theirs, that's great. And yeah. you know, if you want to invite me to one of yours, I might even come around and check out what that is. But yeah. we all grew really up with Christmas. In that. Yeah. We all grew up with Christmas, and therefore we'll continue to celebrate it unapologetically. Yeah. And uh, we have great you're welcome to join. Yeah, I, th- I, think, I think we do here <laughs> over here. I do tend to have people around on Christmas Day, and we yeah, wa- we, we have. I think um, I don't think I had a Die Hard movie in me. I don't. <laughs> we got to number four. I went. I went, we I, the four? I went. Why are we still watching these? Because yeah, this, yeah. this is a bad one. So I think we need to switch to something else this year. We do. Oh, hang on. What about Flint Street Nativity? Is that a movie? No, yeah. no, 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 no. We've been. In- well, we did it, but we're getting, we're getting way <laughs> off topic here. Let's get back to the idea about primary school based movies. Do we have yeah, anything yeah. else? Um, no, I no. Don't, I can't think of any good ones right. that spring to mind. Let's jump then to the big budget teen comedy, shall we? Because mm-hmm. we've reviewed a couple already, so let's briefly start with them. We've t- oh, oh, sorry, inspirational teacher. I do want to bring up to serve with love. Yes. Which we have done, and that had another level to it. So whereas Dangerous Minds was a white teacher going to a largely black community, black and Hispanic community, and making a difference. And here we had a black teacher going into a very white community. It's a lovely movie. And the impact of that. Could have put Hurricane Bianca on this list, and I forgot about it. Oh, I'm so glad you didn't. There we go. (laughs) Very openly gay teacher gets turned away from Texan high school, comes back as a drag queen, as... And teaches. Us. I'm assuming this is Bianca Del Rio and yeah. the yeah okay. So um, good. <laughs> I have a feeling we would differ on that one. Not I, because, I based not on my feelings towards drag queens, but on my feelings towards movies. <laughs> I physically it's, react. Did you? Okay. It's so good. Because uh, actually, Bianca Del Rio is that the one I know about. Yeah, yeah. 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 Bianca Del Rio. As far as, as far as drag queens go, Bianca Del Rio's all right. Yeah, I'm not yeah. really. Uh, that's not my, my, my cup of tea. But I can understand why she is so as famous as she that, is. 
film, a film is basically her being her in a school in a like yes, really Texan homophobic no, environment. No, just because something is good on stage, a stand up or whatever, does not mean a movie. Because it's like when Larry the Cable Guy made films. I'm like, no, I'm just not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I'm think- speaking about a film, film I have not seen, so I will I will table my official reaction <laughs> for later. Um, but going back to She Say We Love. Just sort of love. I just thought that was, you know, a black teacher in, a, in an overly white community in the 60s? 60s, yeah. Yeah, 60s here in the UK. And the impact that could have when actually culturally it was really easy to cut someone down with a single word. And we think we know what kind of words those single words could be. Yeah. And yet the impact he was able to have, not by the teaching them. The impact on the whole class. Yeah, and not by teaching them necessarily about uh, his community per se, yeah. but just about what it meant to be proper adults yeah. and members of society. And I thought that was a really powerful film. And well, I'm glad I've, I've seen this year. I'm glad you saw it. I'm glad you liked it. Um, so the big budget ones, we've done two of those yeah. already, if not more. I think it's just two. We've done Clueless. Yes. And we've done 10 Things I Hate About You. And I'm talking yeah. about those big, shiny 1990s ones. Oh, okay. So, I mean, what other ones could jump to mind? The Breakfast Club. With the, oh, Breakfast Club. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah. That's not shiny 90s, but I think Breakfast Club might be the quintessential. Yeah, yeah. Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Thank you. Mean Girls a bit more 2000s. But Mean Fair Girls yeah. is very good. A lot Ferris of things Bueller. in there. Ferris Bueller, I said, didn't qualify. In my mind, I don't think it qualifies because they spend so little school. time in school. Yeah. But there's the head teacher that keeps coming back. There's a teacher, that's sure. In a school, more just outside of. Yeah. yeah, it became tricky because of things like Friday Night Lights. I'm like, it's about a football high school football team, and there are scenes. Even remember the Titans, yeah. which I kind of shied away from a little bit because most of it takes place on the football field. There are some scenes in yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in in the in in the school, but I kind of stayed away from it. So for the same sort of reasons, I haven't got any of the Potter films on my list because although they are yeah. at school, I was expecting people to go Potter crazy, but I get a whole lot of it at school. But it's not a s- traditional school so it's difficult to kind the of features isn't the school side of it, it's the magic yeah, side of yeah. it yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so you know unless Voldemort's that kid in your class who's causing you a hard time don't know I bet he who was. says at the, uh, at the end yo we've, you forgot about the homework yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about the tester so yeah um, anything I mean there's John Tucker must die I, I don't seen remember that one. that one. Oh, really no um, you've got uh, what was that called she's all that She's the man. She's all that. She's all. She's all that. The one with Freddie Prince Jr. and Rachel Lee Cook. And there's a big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great little movie. That's nice little movie. Paul Walker's in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great little movie. Ten things I hate about you. We did that. We've reviewed it. I talked about it already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I said we've done Clueless and Ten Things I Hate About You. You Whoa, whoa, whoa! What about Breakfast Club? Oh, I never heard that. You need to be like Georgian. Listen to podcasts. This is what happens. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, it's, it's a good one. I'm, but we'll, if you want to hear more about those, we've done full reviews on those. We have, yeah. But no, Mean Girls is one I'm very eager to, well, to, 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 to do Mean Girls because yeah. uh, that's really well written. Tina Fey does a great job with that. Say, you could even say Tina Fey almost as like an inspirational teacher because she is the heart of that film at points. She is. I mean, inspiration. Ah. Yeah, it's it's more of a comedy thing. Uh, but so you get that side of it, which is a bit wholesome. I'm trying to think of anything else that I want to talk about in that regard. Uh, I mean, there's the British versions of it, like Angus Thongs and Perf- Perfect Snogging. I, I forgot I about Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging. I don't know if I classed it as a that. school uh, yeah, film. Yeah, it doesn't. Don't it, think it, it's not, not enough of it. A couple of people did pop it, it up on a list. Yeah, yeah. A lot of it's like holiday based. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah. Uh, that's why the Inbetweeners movie doesn't really hit my yeah. my things. The Inbetweeners, which were a series about being in a sixth form here in the UK yeah. the movies are about being on holiday so yeah. those sorts of things but what about other UK things like St. Trinian's <gasps> oh, I was love Liam's just realizing oh, he forgot this is, this is the, the dilemma I had I, I love St. Trinian's number one is film. okay 
it's a fun film it's might be fun it's not film. a good film yeah, oh, yeah I'm no, I'm and the second the film's old, dreadful I'm talking the old oh the old ones are wonderful oh, the 60s oh is there a 60s version black, black, black and white centurions oh, on I know this. yeah 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 okay the great train robbery centurions great train robbery the bells of centurions um uh, there's two more I can't remember what they are now I haven't seen them for years I, yeah I've seen I've seen okay. a couple of them but no both the modern ones made my list just because I love them so much they are not good films the second one's terrible they are not good films in any no, way, shape, or form. Right. But a lot of the first films, one's okay. It's got plenty of faith in it. First one, I'm with. I'm with Ethan. It's a fun film. Yeah. it's not a good film. Yeah. This is where I yeah. was like, it's. I enjoy it, but quality wise, could you do that film today with R- R- Rupert Everett playing both genders as a joke? <sighs> not now. I think it's. I think it's a bit. It's a bit. It's, it's a bit, bit harder. Not bit sure. Yeah. I haven't. I need. I'd not. need to watch it again and have a and yeah. how it was. See how it was handled. Yeah. I never remember it being any sort of offensive. But Rupert Everett is gay. Yeah. Which I yeah. think grants him more grants him more rope. Mind you saying that. Within like the drag part of it, yeah. yeah. Mind yeah, you saying definitely. that. The originals have um, Alec Guinness in it. Right, but things in, he, he plays. Right, but things in the, in the in previous years you couldn't get away with if you remade no, it. Yeah, but I'm just saying. I'm not attacking Rupert Everett for being in it. I'm asking, could you do that today? That was the only question I asked. Possibly, but uh, like under duress. Yeah, maybe, yeah. So, um, uh, no, Alistair Sims. Alistair Sim, singular. Alistair Sim. Sim, 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 singular. Oh, S-I-M. Alistair Sim, yeah. Because he's the guy who was Scrooge in the famous version of Christmas yes, Carol. Yeah. Sim, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sim. Yeah. And yeah, most Alistair of the Sim. films on my list are that kind of bracket of they Oh, trust are me, not- I noticed. I don't, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why everyone has seen my list? I saw George's list and went, oh. They went, oh, oh, it's going to get worse. It is, it is films that shaped my childhood and early adolescence because these are the films that were aimed at my age group. When yeah, they came I know, out. I mean, know. It, means it is things like the remake well, of St. Well, did you get a chance and... to talk about your list a little bit? But not right now. Okay, I'll shut up then. But that was the reason I juggled around with Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Oh, my word. <laughs> didn't, didn't find a way. I didn't. Yeah. Some, I'll tell you what, it did pop up on, on, on at least one I, list. I saw, I saw one, and I was like, yeah. that's a holiday film, technically. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. there we go. Um, so we have that side of it. What about the more raunchy side of it, then? Okay, so let's go. And by that, I mean Superbad. And the American yeah. Pie films and American, things of this ilk. Uh, American Pie is something that I always forget about because it's so... Yeah, not old, but so kitschy. It's very over-sexualized. Yeah. It was a shocker the first time I watched that. <sighs> Apple pie scene. That was like, what? Can I show you that on, the first that on one, a film? The first one, I mean, it made, it made a superstar to Shannon Elizabeth. She became... She became, um, what's her name, out of Weird what? Science. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, she, she, she became never that. seen Weird Science. Oh, yeah. that's good. Oh, uh, Phoebe Cates? Phoebe... No, no, no. No, is that... No. Is, is she Ridgemont High? Who's that? Yeah, yeah, but actually, yeah, I think so. Weird science. I'm gonna look it up right now. But yeah, so I mean, Brooke Shields. No. May, uh, I'm gonna, let's look it up right now. Okay. So here we go. Uh, weird science is Kelly LeBrock. Kelly LeBrock. Kelly LeBrock. There we go. There we are. So yeah, um, but have you guys not seen like the American Pie films? Or I did when I was like 13, and I found too them young. so funny. It's and then young. I got older. And went, oh, oh, uh, I okay, I've seen the first kid. three, but I ain't seen the rest of the seven of them. No, the ones were. <laughs> and plus, I mean, but once you get to American Pie, the wedding, that's not they're not, they're not they're really t- eligible for what we're talking about here. But I hear no, you said, no, yeah, American Pie one. I kind of went when I saw it. I went it's a bit more realistic uh version of because most random comedies are like to things ahead about you where the boys like 
not to talk about a sexual drive at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the end, he's like, oh, I'm in love with you and all the love. And there's it, guys who are just being like pigs. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of a realistic thing that, that occurred at least when I was in high school. And so to sort of see that represented, I went, okay, at least that part's honest. Now, the idea about a book that was handed down or any of that nonsense or whatever. And it also speaks to a world on the cusp of YouTube but not having YouTube yet. So yeah. all the ridiculous stuff that he goes to his friends about and gets information about, you can just find out, like, that's, I mean, it's a huge problem today is that everything's accessible. Oh, what about um, Animal House? And well, there's a more like university type films, yeah. yeah. And Porky's, was it? oh, no, Porky's, is a, Porky's, that. I believe at one point was the highest grossing Canadian made film of all time. Was it? Really? Yeah, yeah, Porky's sure. and Porky's Two were number one and number two. <laughs> I don't know if it still is. I've Let me never check that seen out. These movies, but they're like cult movies. Uh, aren't they? They're like seventies films, yeah. yeah. But like that, like just really like let's just get some shots of boys lusting after topless women <laughs> basically i think it's what it is and it's just you know have an excuse call about a script and put it out there uh what is the highest grossing is like the canadian film of Probably. oh but like worse of all Gosh, time revenge of the nerds for many years the most successful canadian film of all time at the canadian box office was porky's <laughs> 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 fame. Oh, it was produced funny. by a canadian team uh but with only one of the major american studios backing distribution so there we go wow yeah not not really a that great show that is the best fun fact i've found out today is it there <laughs> oh, we go i love it Brilliant. um so i'm just trying to think of any i mean have we, have we seen super bad i haven't seen yeah. that I'll give you a super bad. I believe at one point was going to be on the list this year for films we, really? we were going to review. Oh, okay. And I bumped it for something else. Oh, okay. In the end, because schedules got tight. I've I, heard good things about it. I would like to. It's see good. It. It's got like a quali- I think it qualifies. It, it, it very, I think I, I think it was on because it was like the anniversary of the party or something like oh, that. Okay. Whatever night it was, it was. But uh, I bumped it because I, there was something else that was more important that I'm like, no, we have to do this. But um, it's a good little film. I mean, it depends if you, if you, if you consider either Michael Sarah or. Jonah Hill, like a leading man. Oh, okay. But it was the sort of debut of Emma Stone on a big, big national oh, audience. Really? So at that I point, like I, went, I don't know who this girl is, but she's great. I like Emma Stone. Yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah. Speaking of Emma Stone, should we go segue Jason to that? Easy A? Easy A. Oh, yeah, I forgot about, about Easy A. Did you not? Yeah, you didn't put Easy A on your list. Oh, my list. I forgot about it. I, I, see, like Easy I went top high school movies, and then Rotten Tomatoes goes, here's the 85 greatest high, high school movies. And I went, let's just go for a look. I did. I, no. don't, I don't think I. Oh no, mine was like a top twenty-five list. No, go on Rotten Tomatoes. They do it for you. Yeah. So uh. I did that, and so Easy A, such a fresh voice, mm-hmm. like well cast. Like Stanley Tucci's great. Um, he's great in that. Thomas Hayden Church, which he's the is he the love interest? No, Thomas Hayden Church is the is is the teacher. He's the oh. one who he plays Sandman in Spider Man Three. Always forget that. That's okay. I mean, and it's it's just it's just a fun movie. Even if it's just a retelling of uh, Scarlet Letter, which m- many of these teen films are, just sort of retellings of famous um, sort of chats. So, like, what Clueless is Emma. Um, Taming of the Shrew is 10 Things Ahead About You. So, yeah. all these sort of, sort, sorts of things. Yeah. Um, so, we're talking about Jonah Hill a little bit. Anybody ever see Accepted? No. Really? Justin Long? Justin Long wasn't really a thing I here. Justin it's- Long, was he the guy who was in Creepers? He was Creepers. I don't know. Oh. So there we go. I feel I've seen this at some point because so the, the name rings. The, the premise behind this, it's really quite funny, is uh, Justin Long's in Jeepers Creepers. There, you oh, go. there we go. <laughs> um, it's about a guy. Justin Long's the lead in it. Yeah, yeah. And he tr- applies to, to college, university, right? And he doesn't get to any of them. 
And so his uh, he, he goes to his friend, played by a very overweight Jonah Hill. He's never been yes. larger than he is here. Yes, I remember oh, this one now. Wait, maybe there or maybe in 40-Year-Old Virgin. But either way, he's, he's, he's heavy. And uh, he d- makes him up like, like mocks up a letterhead and sends him a letter that says you've been accepted to, to, to college. Oh, okay. So he's hoping he can just get his dad to write a letter. If he hires an actor or two, he can make it happen. And he gets this like abandoned psychiatric hospital. They turn it into a university and they make a fake website just good enough to, to fool his dad. That's quite a good thing. I think I've seen this. But then like... If the website's too good because it's functional and all these people who couldn't get to any other university have applied and been accepted. And then they, <laughs> and then they all like actually make and they all come. And, and then, and then they have to justify because eventually like the real universities get a hold of what they're doing and they have to justify what they're doing in this big final like patch Adams justify who you are kind of scene. And I there's like know. a load of very uh, oh, wait, quirky this? kids, right? Oh, they're all they're all yeah, quirky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have yeah. seen that film, and I have seen that film because it was sent to me on DVD when Netflix was a DVD oh, subscription really? service. Yeah, good film. I want to see that. It's a fun. It's not a great film. It's a fun film, though. Okay, yeah, I want to yeah. see, see that. I think Blake Lively's the female love interest. I think so. Yeah, there's a guy. I don't know. I forget who the guy is. Who's the villain? He's like a. I think he's fairly well known now. Um, I'm, I'm gonna have to look that up. But yeah, so you have that. I mean, Val Kilmer. Really? What? Val Kilmer's oh, not Val Kilmer. Sorry. Van Wilder, I'm trying to oh, say. Okay. Van Wilder, which of course is another university kind of um, film. I've not seen that either. I've just remembered that Legally Blonde counts as a university film, and you, that's made me really sad. You haven't seen Van Wilder? No. It's like Ryan Reynolds' like original claim to fame. Oh, really? So yeah. he plays Van Wilder, the guy who's been in college, university, yeah, for like yeah. nine years. And so they tell him he like has to go now, like this is it for him. And uh, if he doesn't go out, then they're going to kick him out. So he has to actually, actually try rather than slacking the whole time. He oh, tries to okay. pass because he's got like unlimited money. So he's going to stay there forever. But it was like, no, you're going to leave now. Oh, I can't find the uh, the boyfriend in this, but that's okay. So, you know, university films are a bit of a tough one because they're not as relatable to necessarily yeah, everybody's yeah, yeah. experience. Sydney White? No, which is like Animal House in reverse where like... Sydney, played by uh, Sydney White, Snow White. It's a bit of a play. Oh. Moves into a fr- fraternity house, like twelve geeky guys, uh, and oh, like sounds familiar. And like yeah, and like they have to like win like this like thing to become like the number one house on the on the campus. Uh, I do sound familiar. Which Animal House is? The, I mean, Monsters University. Animal House is the same blooming thing, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Monsters University. Oh, it's terrible. Myself. It's a terrible film. Um, so yeah, so we have that side of it. I mean. I'm trying to think of a lot of my university movies end up being really serious. Yeah, so yeah. I, mean, I think I remember watching one called Happy Together. Don't know. With Patrick Dempsey. Oh, I'm so glad you're at Patrick Dempsey because it's one of my favorite ones, and it's a university one. With Honors is one that I saw. Oh, I haven't seen it. Okay, With Honors is great. So Brendan Fraser is the, is the lead character. Yeah, yeah. Brendan Fraser is. R- no, I just like Brendan Fraser. Oh, okay. <laughs> Has Brendan Fraser done something that's got him canceled? Because no, when no. Ethan makes faces, I go, okay. No, no. Somehow Brendan the woke people have canceled him. <laughs> no, no. He's doing better than ever. So, like, Brendan Fraser is, like, uh, a young... He's, like, your, well, he's like the, the best-looking guy ever, right? And yeah, so he's writing this yeah, paper. And he goes through, and he lives with some, like, this wacky madcap group, including Mo- Moira Kelly, Patrick Dempsey, and this other guy who didn't try to be anything at the end of the day. Yeah, And then he goes to print out his thesis... Because he's supposed to be, you know, he's not what he necessarily believes in, but his like his thesis advisor thinks it's brilliant. So he's like, I'm going to do this and move up the ladder and yada yada yada. And as he goes to get it printed off, because you need copies in case you know your hard drive. Because they weren't like flash disks back in the day, so no, he prints it off. Yeah. 
On the way back, he stumbles and the dog goes down this heating grate and a homeless guy picks it up. And the homeless guy is played by Joe Pesci. <gasps> and so Joe Pesci is actually like really, really intelligent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like super intelligent. But of course, the first third of the movie is them discounting who he is. And he goes, he gets arrested and then like gets himself because he's like a genius at law. So he represents himself and gets off and all this sort of stuff. And so they sort of feed him and he gives him advice. At the end of the day, it's about how much impact does this bum have on... uh, Oh, it's a great little film. Did this bum then become Vinny? (laughs) (laughs) My cousin Vinny now. It's it's actually a beautiful film. And Patrick Dempsey's great in it. Okay, with honours. With honours. I want to see this. I don't think it qualifies, but but it's definitely a great little film. I'm just looking it up right now. Uh, it is 16% on Rotten oh, Tomatoes. No. I love it. I love this film. I do. I need to watch My it. sister had a poster uh, of of the, the, the movie poster on her wall growing yeah, up. Yeah. So I love this film. I can't believe it's 16%. Wow. 667 on IMDb. So not nearly as uh, hated there. Gotcha. But yeah. So if you're out there and you love with honors, let me know. Because it's a great little film. Um, anything else you want to talk about? Not university films. No. Until. Should we talk about like those more emotionally difficult films yeah that are big yeah ethan's cup of tea yeah which one do you want to talk about you want to talk about wallflower uh i was gonna go with single man but wallflower works as well. See, i don't know single man but we can yeah. start with wallflower and let's yeah. segue after that so wallflower i have seen anybody else seen perks being a wallflower no is that the um hermione one yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watson. that's Sorry. pretty much how the americans know it yeah, yeah. <laughs> some woman hermione isn't it? she tries to do an american accent which is pretty good most of the time actually oh okay but it's like dealing with student mental health and <sighs> it's how a hard watch. it, it is it? It's yeah. really. I watched this when I was like it, it 14. It, it, it's a heck of a punch. I was yeah. watching this when oh, I was like okay. 14 and really struggling. Do you recommend watching Dear it? Dear God, hurt me. Uh, if someone's out there and is thinking about watching it, if you have any. If, if you have any triggers where things could disturb you, whether it's discussion of abuse or of suicide or anything like that, um, I would. I would just. Watch it with someone or have conversations with someone. Um, when we give recommendations here, they're generally, we think it's a great movie. It's not a great movie, but so the movies we're about to talk about now in sort of like a cluster, I think a lot of them have these sorts of warnings on it. So, um, yeah, just if you know you are susceptible, maybe watch it with someone so you can have a conversation. That's all I would say. Uh, okay. Free yeah, for, for like me and you. We'd be fine. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it still made me go, oh. Is it, is it a Georgia safe movie? That's usually quite a good. <sighs> gauge i feel like it probably isn't from what you've just said it's it, it, it'd be debatable okay it's not yeah. what i went no you definitely shouldn't watch it but it's yeah, debatable yeah, okay. yeah. you need to be like a good headspace for yeah it. okay yeah. yeah i watched it like two years ago and yeah, I'm me okay too. now and it it's still it i still carried resonates. it for a couple of days yeah, yeah it resonates i had that with um there was another school for i didn't add to this list but i mentioned on the robin williams round table called world's greatest dad and he's a yeah. teacher in that as, as well and it's been like a year since I recommended this, so I'll low-key... It, the, the, the basic plot line is his son accidentally commits suicide and is hated by the school, so he tries to um, keep the memory as, the te- as his teacher um, positive around everything and writes uh, all these fake diary entries from his son. And it's essentially mm. how much of this is what I want because I'm a failed writer and a teacher to how do I continue to keep my son's memory alive as a failure, as a teacher, and as his father. Cool, that sounds yeah. good. It's, I, it's a great real I think, I, think we're at, I think we're at a point right now, and not to speak about that specific movie, but yeah. I think what we're talking about in general, where young people who've grown up in the last five, ten years looking for stories they feel represent their situation, which isn't this glamorous, glossy, Americanized, arguably, but corporate version of high school 
that's you know always yeah. ends in that same formulaic sort of fashion at the prom which i teach about i teach about here's how you get to the end of a, a teen film and i say this is the best way to do it and then some kids are well, what if i want this to be a bit more like perks of being a wallflower i'm like let me check because that's a much different and it's hard to say someone get into that headspace to create that you're like oh it's a bit rough um but i think now we get to think of no let's talk about words what's actually happening and there's a lot of conversations about mental health and trauma and overcoming and um maybe the 2020 version of what the breakfast club was in 1985 where it's like yeah. let's talk, talk about the problems we're actually really having oh, okay and uh Especially with a situation where now, you know, you have phones that don't go off and you have Im- you have so many more influences on your life now than you would have in oh, 1985. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, it does remove that sort of, hey, let's do a back to school episode to go, okay, let's remember that back to school isn't necessarily gumdrops, light pops, and rainbows for everybody who goes back to school sometimes. It can be, it can be challenging for an, uh, a number of reasons. Yeah. So like Carrie would be a high school. Well, okay, we have to talk about the horror, and there's a horror side to high school movies as well. Yeah. Yeah. I say, I think Heathers is probably one of the earliest versions Ooh, of yeah. what you guys are talking I, about. I love Heathers. Mm. You guys go ahead and carry I'm the not, conversation. I, I know nothing about these films. I've oh. not seen the film, oh, but okay. I know about, I know Heathers from the musical side of it. Heathers basically is a, uh, is a bit of a suicide pact goes on. There's yeah. a bit of a cult in the school. It's, there's there's, there's the, the, the girls that are the clicky girls. Yeah, yeah, the, um, the three Heathers. Yeah, and um, you've got JD, who is... Um, a bit of an outcast, isn't he? Yeah, he, he is an he's outcast. The, he's the lone wolf, the... Um, the, the the kid that no one want, that everyone should be aware of, but no one wants to be. Yeah, yeah. and he basically wants to blow up the high school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, Winona Ryder, her character, she Veronica. Sort of, Veronica, she kind of goes with it um, until she realizes what he's actually doing. Yeah, um, because he's very extreme, and she she thinks extreme, but not act on it. Where yeah, he, she tries to get in in with the Heather's as well, and then yeah. they accept her, and then she I can't remember what she does, and she gets pushed back out and then she goes along with jd and then yeah, there's yeah, a bomb yeah. in the school it's all a bit yeah yeah and she kind of <laughs> what a weird ending to a film just but uh, can i say the spoiler sorry can, I, I, say the, can I say the spoiler i mean it's, it's um it's, an eight-year-old, it's a 30 year old film but still it's a film that just really it shocked me okay the ending really shocked yeah me. i think we'll probably leave a spoiler yeah. free yeah oh, okay. it's one of those things i mean I'd, I'd say if you haven't watched it go out there and watch it okay yeah, because it's an ending that, wow. It's and if really you're more of a musical fan, it is yeah. currently running in London oh, as well. Oh, it's a musical, isn't it? Yeah, yeah the musical yeah. uh, adapts the, the mental health stuff really well. Oh, okay. Um, so we said... And Carrie. That Carrie's was a Carrie. Carrie yeah, mm. so Carrie basically is a girl that is... Uh, she's the outcast, she's bullied, she's all these different things, but ends up having uh, telekinetic powers um, and basically dumps a load of... But the high school jock things. of the school actually likes her, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she believes that... Again, another another story that I know through the musical of it and not through the not through mm. the film. But oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, So her like her mother treats her poorly because yeah. she's this... She's very, very naive. Very well, naive, broken sort of child. And uh, she's treated awfully. And like she's so cut off from what is essentially the outside world that when she has a period, she gets bullied because she freaks out about it. Yeah. And blood is like a major theme about Through like this film, yeah. coming of age and everything. And it gets to a point that there is a, a scheme to ruin her prom night Yeah, um, when someone who takes pity on her actually wants to do good and steps back for once. But everyone else is still full of this angst and evil and it just causes 
causes some awful, awful things. It's the, it's the famous image of a girl in a prom dress covered in blood that is Carrie. Yeah. Well, we actually, in Canada, to go, this isn't enough for Porky's, this is the opposite <laughs> of it. We had a movie in 2000 called Ginger Snaps, and... Have you heard of Ginger Snaps? It's like an allegory for girls going through puberty, but the idea about, uh, you know, they're getting their first period, but it's also fixing, like, like that side and mixing them like a horror film around it. Was there a, was there a, a sequel to that? I don't know, maybe. Because um, I swear, I went to the cinema to see uh, American Pie 2, and that was on at the same time as American Pie 2. And I went into the cinema to see that. I'll, mm. I'll say this, Ginger Snaps? Qualifies for the pod, 90%. No. Imagine, imagine Carrie and Heather's both probably Ginger do. Snaps, too, 88%. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Carrie, I'll just look it up right now for the sake of looking things up. We got Carrie, which is at 93%. Wow. wow. And we've got Heather's, was it the last one? Yeah. Heather's, yeah. Heather's is uh, 93%. Everything we've named. You know me for horror. Jeez. To be, to be fair, I think both. <laughs> do what? Both Pump up the volume. Oh, okay. Both That's Heather's and Carrie, Christmas I think later. I could probably just about watch. So I don't. They're, they're not horror. Heather's I don't more think. Of a, a psychological drama, no, if anything. So. And Carrie is just like a, a thriller with some. It's a revenge some, plot, really, yeah. isn't it? You yeah. know? Pump up the volume actually just barely fell short. Eighty uh, percent. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's not bad. Uh, which is about, I think, from our generation, like a '90s loner who then lives out. It's a nerd who lives out his alter ego, of being cool and uh, ladies' man, and reinvents himself every night. They're talking through a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. It is, yeah. <laughs> maybe just a little just a shout out to Danny and Drew. Maybe we all meet up and go and see Heathers in London and then review the film afterwards. Review the musical on theirs. Do the oh, that's a lot. I wouldn't mind seeing Heathers the musical. Go and see it and then review Heather's, it later yeah, on. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Heathers God, the musical the is, day. is incredible. It's supposed to be well, amazing. Something to, yeah. about. Yeah. something to think about. So is there anything else people want to talk about? Any top topics we haven't hit yet? Any... Uh, I think actually, you know, one we have to talk about. Maybe it's the supernatural ones because we haven't talked about Twilight yet. Uh, I forgot about <laughs> Twilight. I'll I say was... this: not one vote for Twilight. I think on any of the balls. I think people I've probably forget that it is a school film. Yeah. you know what? I sank, in, in, Twilight? My se- I no. sank in my seat when they're you said they're not terrible. They're, they're not fun. They're. I like the first one. If you if you're looking for something to do on a Saturday, they're a good popcorn film. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. The first one's all right. Would I'll it have been it better that. if it was just about her dad discovering that his best mate is a werewolf? That would have been hilarious. Oh, but- what about Teen Wolf? Well, Teen Wolf, Teen Wolf 2, yeah. These kind of campy, kitschy sort of sports movies. Yeah. Sports movies, we haven't talked. Let's do one last sort of mini category. The Sickly Sweet Disney movie. I think we got to talk about High School Musical. Not yeah. seen any of them either. Which we have reviewed on Talking the Mickey. Yeah. It's the actually one. quite a good mm. film, the first one. The first one's good. First film. Well, I, I love Great It's a fun film. So everyone uh, keeps telling yes. me I need to watch High School Musical. Uh, you'd either love it or you'd hate it because it is not I think Liam would love no, it. No, you, you would appreciate the fact that it rips off Greece as much as it does. Oh, uh, okay. Because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> yeah. it really does. It really does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you'd yeah. be like, oh, it's like Greece. <laughs> I'll tell you what, um, on vinyl... That's a really hard record to find. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> High School Musical. Um, camp Rock or things of that nature. The Camp Rock's about camp a camp. It's like camp a summer school. school. Yeah. yeah, Summer school at best. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Oh, and I started, I finished the, the big thing with a, uh, a scene from a film called uh, Summer School. Summer School, which, what's the guy's name from NCIS? Do you know which guy I'm talking about? The guy who runs it? Ted Danson? Oh. No, it's not Ted Danson. Ted Danson's cheers. No, he's he's in CSI, yeah. That's a, Is yeah. he the one who's married you to sh- Mindy? Yeah, you should have seen my face when I realised that Ted Danson from Cheers was also Ted Danson in uh, The Good Place. You're oh. kidding. Are you, Mate, are, you talk, was, are you talking about the guy nice. who's married to Mindy? Um, I have no idea. He, he plays Jethro. No, no, no. 
Well, I have no idea. Summer school. Let's look at the film. I can find the. What's his name? There. I can tell you then. Uh, Mark Hammond. Yes, Mark Harmon. Him. Mark Harmon. Yeah, yeah, he's married to Mindy. So I'm Mark Harmon plays this like slacker teacher. Cameron Diaz. Think about that sort of an idea. Yeah. It's a slacker teacher idea. He's going to get paid a little bit extra for summer school. He's going to fall asleep behind his desk, and then sure enough, the kids change him, and he changes the kids, no. and he Aww. and everybody has better for his involvement with them over such a short amount of time. Okay. And the clip we played was from a guy who. He said the computer made a mistake. Da 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 da. I'm not going to fail this time. He goes to the bathroom and only comes back to write the ex- the final exam six weeks later, <laughs> and he gets like 98. <laughs> percent cool. he, he goes. I guess the computer did make a mistake, <laughs> but it's a great fun little film from the 80s that, when you could do this, fun yeah. little summer school is a good one. It's not available on streaming services, but it's a fun little film. One I used to have on uh, VHS back in the day. Oh, cool. So yeah. So I think we're at the time now where it's time to go ahead and talk about our listings, our yeah. listings, listings, listings. So uh, let's start off by thanking the following people for submitting lists this month. Uh, we had Ed from the Film Effect Podcast. We will say in future, be like Ed and get your list in. Uh, friend of the podcast, Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith. We had Juline. 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 We had Josh from the next favorite movie. Thanks a lot, Josh. We had a Carlo. Lo, 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 from the movie loot. Uh, we had Tony. We had Amy Griffin. We had Griff from the Paul and Griff show. As I record this, I am destroying you in fantasy football, buddy. Uh, we had <laughs> Baz, we had the Scuttlebutt Pod, and Hermes as well individually. So I'm guessing Hermes' wife maybe is voting via the Scuttlebutt Ooh. Pod. It's not the same movies being voted for. So there we go. There, the Recasted Podcast. Uh, Lena Oberholzer. Uh, we also have the good old Reverend Bruce hey. and Filmfluence. That's people who use the BFE Top Five hashtag. So thanks a lot, folks. Nice. Uh, if you didn't use it, if you did something you wanted and you didn't use the hashtag, I probably didn't get it in there. <laughs> It's the internet's a big place, folks. Help me out. So uh, let's talk about what they had in theirs. And in number ten, uh, something that was brought up by a few people, but Reverend Bruce had it the highest in his list at two. Uh, election. Never seen it. Oh no. Matthew Broderick, um, Chris Klein. I want to say I could be wrong on that name. And oh, American Re- Pie guy, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, if that's yeah, the American yeah. Pie guy, the, the big jock. The big jock guy, yeah, 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 Tim. Yeah. And the deal is there's an election going on at the school, and he hates one of the participants. And so he's trying to go out because she's like the super nerdy, like super, like, vote for me. I'm yeah, the perfect. And yeah. so he goes out of his way to try and ruin it. And he, to the point where he knows that she's like going too far. So he tries to coach up the jock to run against her. Oh, cool. And then um, he has to come across some moral decisions in his life and sort of his life starts to fall apart all because of this girl's involvement in his and he's uh, before this he's like the most respected school teacher at the school so a really interesting funny very well written comedy oh i'll give that a look uh number nine liam uh you'll enjoy this one i'm sure greece is the word why is that not higher julian and tony voted for it Uh, the other people didn't there we go come on folks what's going on uh number eight (laughs) we talked about it already but heather's yeah yeah uh number seven I don't have to jump because there's some tiebreakers here. Number seven, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, yeah, yeah. One of those ones you hear a lot about. I've never seen it. I have many years ago. That's got, um, what's his name in it? Oh. Sean Penn. Yeah, it's kind of like his breakout party, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Number six, one of the first ones we talked about, School of Rock. School of Rock. I do, I've only ever seen it once. School of Rock's films, I kind of, 
piss on and then I it comes on and I go it's a nice little film actually yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have it all in the background and I get distracted it was on my yeah. list and I had to bump it off but it was on my list for a long time and I kept finding new th- oh, I haven't thought of that I haven't thought of that oh, I haven't thought of that I haven't thought about until just now see I'm not I, having I, that I kept, I'm not I having that explanation changing, once I kept changing yeah. my list though because I kept changing it. yeah but. number five Clueless yeah uh, showed up on a few people's lists good movie um, include Josh from next favorite movie had it as his number one. Number four, they had Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, uh, only I, received I three votes. It, Baz put it number one. Griff put it number one. I just didn't think it was schooly enough. Same, same. But no judgment for anybody who did. But if I did, that'd have been high. Yep. Uh, number three, Mean Girls. Yeah. Which received one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight votes, and no one ranked it first or second. Wow. <laughs> but it was on a lot of people's yeah. lists. So I think yeah. it's part of that idea. People probably grew up with that one. Yeah, yeah. Number two, Breakfast Club. Yes. Nice. Yep. Which generally, if people had it, they had it as a one or a two. Wow. So first place votes from Carlo, from Dwayne Smith, and from Ed from the Film Pet Podcast. Yeah. And the number one, I, I can't I can't besmirch this at all. It's the Post Society. Yeah. Oh, Captain, my captain. Oh, that's great. So uh, that's a pretty good list, actually, and one that, uh, yeah. uh, you know, I can sit there and go, I'm sure we're going to beat. I'm not sure. Is this one of those months? I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But I have in my hands. My hands, my hands, my hands. Here we go. Our list. Our list, our all list, right, our list. All right, all right, oh. Lady list. Yeah, we are. Our number 10, based solely on Ethan's first place vote. Oh, <laughs> nice. I did again. Yeah, he did again. Uh, Whiplash. I yeah. You want to talk briefly about Whiplash? Yeah. So uh, Whiplash is about uh, Miles Teller, who plays a uh, a drum drumming student. He goes to a music university. Well, stars Miles Teller. It's not yeah. about Miles Teller. Well, yeah. So um, his his teacher for it is J.K. Simmons, who is like. Well, it's not J.K. Simmons. It's the character. <laughs> You, you say that it's I just J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Keep going. I'm sorry. I'll stop. I'll stop. He's, uh, he's, he won't stop. Yeah, he's so <laughs> abrasive and mean. And uh, with drumming, you need to get the right tempo. And even if it's like the tiniest bit off, he'll just scream and berate. And it's basically the lengths that the teacher will go to to try and make him the best he can possibly be. And I'll, it's the mental anguish that someone has in that position. I've never right? seen this, but I understand it's it's yeah. borders on might be a, uh, an understatement to say yeah. on, on abusive, his his methods. It, yeah, like he throws symbols at him yeah. and shares, like he, he causes a kid to essentially maybe possibly kill himself. We never really find that out. Oh, but really like he's... Spoilers, spoilers, Ethan, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a throwaway line. It's nothing... Okay, yeah. Yeah. okay. I have so, all that movie for you to watch. Yeah. Excellent. I'm looking forward to it. Actually, it's, it's, it's one that I could teach. So, yeah, it, I'm looking forward to it. It is incredible. And it's, um, if you like, like Damien Chazelle, he did uh, La La, La, La Land. Like, it's got some incredible love, shots. La and La I love J.K. Yeah. Simmons. Miles Teller is actually the surprising part Miles for me. Miles Teller is yeah. surprisingly good in it. It's I've seen scenes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, excellent. Number nine, uh, Ethan, it's you again. Uh, you had this at seven, but Ellie had it at four. Perks of being a wallflower. Nice. Yeah. Which we've talked about. I, a I, difficult, I difficult one, but it. I think it's important to sort of discuss the mental health and the yep. just the, the the awful stuff that can come from being in school. And this becomes the the the, the challenge that I have, where I yeah. go, do we tell the story? But at what point are we glamorizing this? And the, so, how yeah. do you have a conversation without making uh, thirteen reasons why? So, how yeah. do we have not because it wasn't eligible? It's a TV show, yeah. but how do we have a conversation about suicide without glamorizing suicide, which is the the argument that came against 13 Reasons yeah. Why is you're glamorizing suicide. There's by a putting film on the coming TV. out that does just that. And I, I yeah. like, I've been talking about it already, but. Mm. Number eight, um, it 
beats Perkson Wallflower because he has a higher first place vote from Liam. Uh, it's Greece. Georgia Woo! also put it in her 10 spot. So the there we go. Greece is the word. Oh, it's the, number, it's, it's the number eight word. <laughs> if I'd have remembered Hurricane Bianca, Greece wouldn't have Let's do this because Liam talks a lot about his love of Greece. Georgia, Greece. Um, I have, I like the music. Okay. It's basically the long and short of it. I really like the music in Greece. Um, I think it is problematic as a film, and I think. All right, but we're not here to bury it. We're here to celebrate. So why did you choose to put it on your list? Why did I choose to put it on my list? One because I could only think of eleven school-based films, um, <laughs> and I've remembered about four or five more whilst recording this. So it would not Same. have been on my list had I had remembered those beforehand. Uh, but I like the music. I like the costuming. I like the era. All right, Liam. In you know, sixty seconds or so, uh, Greece. Why? Because that had a big influence on my life as a young kid. And uh, I still love it today. And the music is great. Um, I fell in love with Olivia Newton-John through this film. I, th- I think I noticed that. <laughs> Don't ever try and comment on her acting, folks. That's all I'm saying. And I still do the John Travolta strut. You do? You do <laughs> everything. I've directed Liam in multiple things now. Stop zucoing it up. <laughs> I was born to play that part. Number seven. Let's keep the music going. School of Rock. Yeah. yeah uh, this was Ethan had it at nine. Georgia had it at one. Yep. Nice. Um, you want to go ahead and start with why you love it so much? Um, yeah, so it was one that we had as on DVD when we were children. Um, it's one I remember watching, like I said, multiple times and still enjoying it. I saw it, the musical version not long ago with my friend Rosie um, in London, and it was incredible. Um, it's just a lovely story, and Jack Black is, is great. He is. He is great. I, um, I, I fell in love with Jack Black because of this film. Honourable mention to Joan Cusack. Also, the kids in it are oh, incredible. She's great in it. She, she, she plays the head teacher. She's yes, great. She's yes, very yes, good. Yes, yes, yes. Carly from my Carly's in it as well, and she's she's great. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you want to say anything about why you gave it a, a nice place vote? Yeah, uh, I I really like, I think, because I struggle with primary school films a lot because of the kids, but the kids in this have such a great... They're so uh, good. Such a great repertoire with Jack Black, and I think it's because of Jack, Jack Black. I, I, think, I think you're right. Yeah. I usually, Jack Black vehicle. I, I usually yeah. hate... A, they can all play. First yeah. respect there. So yeah. they know what it's like to be a performer. But, uh, you know, I usually hate child actors. Mm. And I don't hate any of the kids in, in School of Rock, actually. Which is because really because weird. They are all talented in another. Clever. And a lot of They're those all musicians have gone or singers. On. So and he it, bounces yeah. well off them. He bounces yeah. well off them. And I imagine there's a lot of ad libbing and riffing oh, going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of my favorite things about the musical is at the end the kids doing their final song it is the kids on stage doing the instruments the band right, but, that you i know but the band that you see all stop playing and hold their hands okay, up it's just to show that but in the yeah, movie yeah. they do a post credit scene where they all kind of just riff and he kind of it's and so just good. them playing yeah. i think it's, i think it's a long way to the top if you want to rock yeah, and roll yeah, yeah, yeah. but they all come in and do like individual riffs and stuff like that and jack black's about 80 percent too much jack black in this post credit scene <laughs> but that's okay he's been okay to this point yeah, 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 yeah. and you know like he's like, throwing it to the kids he's like he's like riff, he's like he? he's like give us face melting guitar so he's like my face just melts it off and I'm like, I'm like I get he's riffing with kids but I'm like I'm watching this not as a kid but I, yeah, am I the yeah, audience yeah. I don't know but yeah, still yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it's fun it's a good fun movie and it has, it has a nice heart about like showing what you can do at any age I'll tell you what I've had a lot of Ethan talking but I'm gonna ask him to keep doing it a little bit more we got number six a film that I wanted to find room and couldn't find room for and Robert Downey Jr. is sensational in this is Charlie Bartlett yeah, um, oh. this is probably one of Anton Yelchin's best performances as well. And I watched this yeah. after he passed away, and it is—he's incredible. And like he—he he plays a problem child. People should talk about this one more. They yeah, should. yeah, yeah uh, that's great. It shows a really interesting dynamic between Anton Yelchin's character Charlie Bartlett and Robert Downey Jr., who this is just a bit before 
Iron Man, and he has—he's fresh out of re- yeah. jail yeah. rehab, wherever yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. fresh yeah. out of it, and he's got this very down to it, broken man, and he he lets it yeah. all out, and it's yep. essentially like the the toll that being a problem child can have on a teacher trying to run a school, especially when. Your daughter really likes the problem child, yeah. and the, there's this whole, and they keep showing you up publicly, yeah. and yeah, yeah. It, it's it's really good, and it shows it it doesn't just bastardize Charlie Bartlett. It really shows why it goes into everything, and at the end, you you kind of understand both placements, and it's just it's a really nice emotional journey, especially for where both of those people are and do end up eventually. I don't think Charlie Bartlett got a single vote in the audience poll. It's, Guys, it's, you gotta watch Charlie Bartlett. Yeah. I, I think they haven't I'm seen it. Forgot about it. I haven't seen it, so that's it. World's greatest dad got a vote. Oh, who by? Uh, it was by. Uh, let's take a look here. The Scuttlebutt Podcast. I hey. think it's Hermes' wife. Yeah, thank you, Mrs. Love Hermes. Uh, number five. Uh, at this point, it starts getting a little bit more kind of predictable, I suppose. Number five on the audience poll. Number five on our poll. Clueless. Yeah, I had it three. I'm the highest one of it. I really like Clueless. I like. That. I think it's really fun. Yeah. Um, oh, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Again, that's our era, isn't it? It is our era. And I'm, I might even be looking back with a little bit more of, you know, nostalgia, nostalgic right? glasses yeah. than yeah, even yeah. when we reviewed it. I forget what I, I probably gave it an eight. Yeah. Feels like what I would give it. Um, I really like it. It's the music. It's the, it's the era. It's Alicia Silverstone. It's as if. Yeah. It's all those things. I was coming up about couple years behind this movie as far as my own yeah. adolescence yeah. and so um yeah i want i want to go to high school with the kids in clueless is what i want i want to yeah. i want to drive the jeep i want to listen to the music i want to do all those things Same. so yeah such as uh number four for us i don't even think it made the list it didn't get anywhere it wasn't even like the top 20 in the audience poll which blows my mind it got votes from tony and griff but barely, we've got at number four, 10 Things I Hate About You. Wow. Oh, I love this movie. Um, votes. I went nine. Ethan went 10. Had to. I think I was about four, wasn't I? Uh, Ellie went three. Liam went two. Two. Yeah, I knew yeah. it was high. So, I mean, I liked it. George didn't put it on the list. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know if I've seen it. 10 Things I Hate About You? Not you must have been here for this. Uh, yeah. we, we've reviewed it. Yeah. I know, but I don't, I'm not sure. I reviewed it. Well, Ethan, uh, Liam, why don't you start talking to us about what you liked about it, and I'll see if Georgia rated it. <laughs> That'll give you the answer. <laughs> uh, what I like about 10 Things I Have About You is this was the breakout role for um, Heath Ledger. And he, he... Oh, I did see it. He's, <laughs> yes, okay. He didn't exactly stick out for me in this movie. but it's, Actually, to be fair, Georgia, you gave it a four and a half. <laughs> This is this is before George's I've grown as a person speech. <laughs> but it's a fun little movie and I really love her speech. As you know, when she says about I hate it when you do this and I hate it when you do that, but most of all, that really, really struck a chord with me, this this film, because of that big speech. Yeah. And uh, I like the fun fun element to it. Um there's characters in it that everybody can associate with. I think that's why yeah. things like that take off and become big movies. Um, because people can associate with certain characters. I don't know why I liked or why I rated Clueless higher. Because I do. If you ask me in a, in a, in a just a, a quick one-off, gun to your head, Clueless. I guess brighter. I think it's you know what I mean. I love the outfits <laughs> yeah. more. 
Huh? It's peppy. It's peppier. It just yeah. is one that jumps to your brain. But if you think about the individual elements of Tenet, but you, I love Heath Ledger in that film. Yeah. Joseph Gordon Levitt's good in it. Yeah. The bit yeah. where he's going down the the bleachers. Oh, I'm, I'm as I'm saying, I'm hearing. Da 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 da. I love you, baby. All right. Number three, then staying with the big budget Hollywood kind of teen comedies, Mean Girls. Yeah. I've got it at six. Ali had it at one. Liam had it at eight. Georgia had it at nine. Ethan didn't rank it, but I really like Mean Girls. Uh, I was so surprised. I rented this once and was like, I guess I'll watch this. Yeah. And um, put it on and went, as I kept watching it, this is really good. And I waited for the for the, the sort of the back end to fall off of it and it never did. And so um, Tina Fey is a fantastic writer. Um she gets and to speak of the voice of someone else's generation in a sense you know what i mean because yeah. my issue I've, I've brought up my issues with uh oh what's his name richard linkletter and his inability to write for anybody besides his own generation <laughs> yeah. um she she gets it she writes in a way that feels organic yeah but i mean john hughes he does yep. the same with like um sure his, his movies sure. i mean that's not his generation is it no no you know, but he, it, take, he, it takes he, a skill he, to. But you think about Tina. So he specialized in that. Yeah. Tina Fey spends most of her time writing for an adult voice on Saturday Night Live. Oh, okay. And then can still do this. Wow. And it that's, feels that's it feels earned and it feels yeah. correct and it feels everything feels like it's a payoff to something that was invested into and the characters feel like they're three dimensional even when they're one dimensional. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I really like Mean Girls. So props on that. Props. Props. We props. We need to do that as a. You go, mean girls Coco. yeah yeah you go you go glenn coco <laughs> and then we're getting pretty heavy for the for the top two not much differentiates between them um i will say that the first second place film received three votes the first place film received five votes so oh, but if you look at people who ranked it if you did the average rating it's uh, much higher so uh, for instance okay. our average rating for the following would be about like 8.66 out of 10 if you ranked it and that is uh so like a third or a second place vote dead poet society i had oh. it at one ethan had it at three liam had it at three ellie yeah. and georgia no votes because no. i've not seen it and ellie oh, messaged me saying i got to the first half but i didn't think it was really life-changing i'm like what <laughs> yeah exactly ellie wow. i love you but jesus christ what uh, ellie's ellie's three weeks just been extended to uh, six weeks yeah <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, oh, that film really yeah. did affect me. I mean, I, I so I know which way we've gone. I'd wish it was reversed, but I I, yeah. I don't know how you can watch a Poor Society and not no. Oh, it's just I'll have to. Have, I'd love to hear the explanation when it's yeah. all said and done because I wow. don't. Uh, I wonder if I have the exact wording here. I really Ellie, do. Was you on your phone when you was watching it? You know, was you washing up? Was you what were you doing? <laughs> because this film is just like oh. Uh, here we go. What is it? Unfortunately, I only managed to get around to watching Half a Dead Poet Society and haven't instantly fallen in love with it, so I don't feel I can place it. You need to watch the rest of it. I need to watch the rest of it. It's, yeah. a, it's a good movie. It is a good movie. <laughs> oh, it's not that long of a movie. It's like two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can still see the VHS font on the black tape. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Special place. Special place in my heart. Uh, probably one of the first uh, adult movies I watched, though. You know what I mean? Like Jace Law. He was talking about the first adult movies you watch. It's yeah. it's 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 up there as far as things that weren't just based on child's it was or that wasn't a comedy you know what i mean i was brought to this late so you know yeah like the first maybe one of the first dramas i ever watched yeah this Ooh. was the i because I, I watched this right after um robin williams passed away and i was like yeah this this is iconic 
Yeah. Like when, when the hard part for me is when you talk about best Robin Williams movies, I'm like, is it this or is it Good Will Hunting? Yeah. And that's a really hard. You can't and then, and then you can throw in Genie from Aladdin as a third place vote if you want. Yeah, but it's it's really it's really difficult to th- throw between those two. Because one, one he's yeah. the guy, and the other one he's amazing. <sighs> he might be better in it, but it's less up. So I think yeah. they're both society. And I, I'm a teacher, which helps with part of that as well. Where I'm yeah, just like, yeah. it's just everything you want to be. Yep. You want to be there to help someone. Yep, yep. And then number one, uh, it, 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 the average point total was five on this one but we all sorry six but we all voted for it so i had it at two so i'm not complaining it's a great film ethan had it at four ellie had it at 10 liam had it at five drew had it at four it's the breakfast club hey 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 yeah oh oh yeah Uh, the the big joke of course being that the band thought it was gonna be a joke song they didn't they they had to be told they had to be told guys come on on." (laughs) and it's the song they're known for that is yeah so uh i mean i can't argue with the breakfast club it's a great film it's a great film and if you're telling me okay breakfast club one dead poets two i'm like yeah i can live with that it's one of the text questions that says only watched half of it didn't instantly fall in love with it <laughs> yeah, i'm like what Ellie, come on <laughs> so if you went by a per vote rate at ratio of at least like three votes for a film for instance like this thing runs uh, dead poets run, runs away with it i think if you've seen it you go oh you amazing do. You do. and the only barrier is have you seen it now i do find it surprising we've done a roundtable on robin williams and on school movies and some people haven't seen it yet yes i wasn't on the robin williams one maybe we need to do a peter weir <laughs> real round table so <laughs> or just here here's the films ian thinks you need to watch round table there is something where we not kind of how this podcast the podcast really kind of the broadcast really kind of works when we go what are the films we haven't kind of watched yeah because there's still i still have those 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 empties in my, yeah, my those black holes in my knowledge base yeah i don't know about uh, i haven't seen jenner's list i haven't seen avatar no. i haven't oh, seen I have. you've never seen like avatar well, no i know right i haven't seen last of the mohicans hated avatar i got to the first half as ellie would put it i watched for half an hour of it and didn't instantly fall in love with it <laughs> <laughs> if you hold a video game controller watching avatar it kind of feels <sighs> a bit better i had, had a couple of i'd had a couple of beverages it was like i'm not following but this you could yeah. say that about dances for wolves you know, yeah, that is a great movie, but you have to watch the whole thing. You have to watch the whole thing, and you have to. There's certain films you have to hit this phone and put it away for. Put it away. Yeah. So, for instance, the first time I watched Usual Suspects, like I, saw, I said, it's when we did the Usual Suspects episode, mm-hmm. where I said the first time I watched it, I was like, "Oh, okay, I need to. This isn't working. Uh, I'm not picking up anything. I'm gonna go to bed. I'm gonna wake up. I'm gonna put my phone in a different room, and I'm going to watch it again. So I was only about 25 minutes in, but I was like, I'm not following anything. Did that, walked out, going. One of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Sometimes you got to do that. And some films like The Prestige, I'm like, phones away. Yeah. Phones away. You cannot be on a phone. You will. It's confusing enough. You'll miss something. You will miss something that you need to know. And so I do. Same with Memento. (laughs) Memento. So I do feel that we're in a situation because we're so addicted to these things that sometimes you got to put the phone, which is why we watch a movie for the podcast. I am pretty militant on the phone, yes, phones away. Is, I am because yes. it's, it's, it's a visual medium. It is. It is. And if you just sort of, now it's, I'm the one guy almost via, cause I'm taking notes. So yeah, I'm violating yeah. it somewhat, uh, which is why I didn't want to do any research beforehand. We didn't, um, heat. Cause I'm like, I want to be surprised, yep. but it was at one point Liam went, this is a really important scene. Because I think I was doing something, or I was talking. People were talking as well, just ever so slightly. Yeah, yeah. And so we stopped. And credit to you, it was a really important scene. So we had to sort of make sure we, we focused on, on that. It's why the cinema itself is so important because you're in that room and that's the only focus. Yeah, you your sure seat is facing yeah. the screen. Yeah, all the other lights are off. 
You're not supposed to turn your phone on, which I wish I was the person beside me when I was watching The Suicide Squad. Yes. <sighs> Frustrating. You can't do that whole... <laughs> I was getting ready to turn the torch on on my phone, the flashlight for those of the people in North America. And every time that she went on her phone, I was going to flash in her eyes <laughs> and then put it down. And then she looked back and I was going to keep doing that. I had someone do that during all the Harley Quinn scenes. I don't blame uh, them, but still annoying. Oh, it was brutal. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, so the, the, the conditions in which we watch cinema are actually really, really important. Yeah, they are very important. Um, and so. You wouldn't ever go to the live theater and start going on your phone, would you? Well, people do. People do. Really? They get kicked out. Yeah. yeah. Or the, the actors on stage, if they spot them, will will pause the performance and call them out. Good. Yeah. yeah. Good. No, you should. Good. So uh, there is that, especially when there's a projection and there's never image coming from behind me with an LCD. The phones are too yeah. good now, so you know your your attention automatically goes to that. So that's that. So that was our roundtable this month on back to school, which felt apropos. It's September. So if you I got people, I can't believe Two So with Love did not make people's list. <laughs> uh, some some interesting stuff, maybe. Uh, just in closing, some some things. I mean, uh, maybe Georgia could have her own podcast where she could explain <laughs> her picks of Wild Child, High School Musical Three, Saint Trinian's Two, High School Musical One, yeah, and uh, the Bratz movie. The Bratz movie, what? Yeah. Which is an amazing film. I'd love to compare. Uh, other ones. Ten percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Some other unique ones we didn't talk about. Uh, we talked a little about pump of the volume remember the titans yeah, ethan gave a vote mm, to yes. I, I like it's a great movie i, yeah, I just didn't think it was schooly enough no um legally blonde ellie chose that legally one blonde. and pitch perfect i should mention uh ethan a single man we sort of made reference to that a little yeah. bit it's uh it's a very good uh colin firth single piece about uh, a gay man in a in, in a university as a teacher and the struggles he has um and that's really about it for the ones liam of course did the sir with love i liked it but not enough to knock the other one my list was hard man yeah mine was hard mine was really hard i'm trying to think of what else i have down here uh, spider-man homecoming was, was on my short list oh, yeah. i was tempted i was tempted i think that totally qualifies yeah. i got yeah. totally totally qualifies and i was really trying to go but i had it for a long time and then i went no mr holland's opus i had uh ladybird nothing oh i was i was really tempted it's with great Ladybird. uh john Tarper said i had bill and ted uh, Bill yeah. and Ted. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's about the school project. Yeah, so I think it totally qualifies. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, American Pie. 17 again. 17 again was a hard one to cut off. I really like 17 again. Is that Zach Efron? Zach yeah. Efron and I, Matthew I, Perry. I had, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Edge of 17 for a long time. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. That and uh, the, the Bo Burnham movie, 8th grade. Literally okay. about the 8th grade. Didn't. It just, just lost. Wow. So that was back to school. So yeah, thanks for anybody who contributed and thanks for you guys for contributing as well. It was a good fun talk. Next month, uh, something we, we, we dabbed back and forth on. I finally, when I have the right way that I can frame this. Okay. So it's Halloween. And so what we want to have for Halloween, it's not the best horror movies because I, no. I watch in horror movies. No, 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 a solo no, episode with me. Yeah. So what's going to happen instead me. is people dress up on, on Halloween. So masters of disguise. And what Ooh. I mean by this is it's anybody who is dressing up to disguise their identity. So what I want to make really, really clear is, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. What I want to make clear is it's, it's not about people who are trans and who are saying, this is who I really am. That's not a disguise. That is you showing the world who you really are. So we're not having those sorts of f- films in there. Uh, we're not also having oh, anything. So, so Titsy would. Let me let me get through. Oh, okay. So we're not also doing like any Marvel films because they all have yeah, secret yeah. identities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just not, not, not including superhero films. Yeah, yeah. But films like Tootsie films like sister act yeah. anything where you're disguising yourself for whatever reason yeah. school of rock he's pretending to run. be nuns on the run yeah, yeah. um 
I had something and now I've lost it, but that's okay. Hurricane Bianca. <laughs> sure. I don't know. Um, if you, oh, I had it and now I've lost it. But anyway, you get the idea. People who are dressing yeah, yeah, yeah. up to disguise who they are. Oh, uh, some like it hot. Yes. If I haven't already said that, maybe yeah, I know yeah, Okay, so yo, films that are like this. I'm disguising who I am for the purpose of evading capture or maybe to get a job, Mrs. Doubtfire. Blues All Brothers. these things are, pardon me? Blues Brothers. What are they dressing up as? Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, that, is that a disguise? I don't think that's a disguise. No, 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 no. Oh, it's how, it's just how no, they get away. They have to be disguised. And the disguise has to be the main part of the movie, not because they show up in a disguise for a scene and that's over and done with. Yeah. They're in the disguise for most of the movie. Think Sister Act, like we said. Think Nuns mm-hmm. on the Run. Think um, To Wang Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar. Oh, great movie. Think you can even talk me into the birdcage if you really want to, because there's a process of that. So, uh, a lot of scope. It's supposed to be fun, and let's kind of go down that road with it. And I think we'll have a really, really, really good time. Cool. So that is the plan for Halloween, and then we're going to get a little bit more serious in November. But the plan, wow. the plan for Halloween, the plan for Halloween is to have fun, and so we'll talk about dressing up because we've all got, well, at least some of us do, have Halloween plans as far as taking some pictures and putting them up on the uh, on the old pod and figuring things out to do. Yeah. Even though it's an audio medium, we'll figure out a way to distribute some stuff. So. Uh, I'll yeah, go, Ethan, I'll, I'll please feel it. free to go ahead. Oh, yeah, I've I got my student loans, so I, got, I bought some go. cosplay. Liam, you and I have talked about one already. Yeah, have yeah. You, okay. I, I need to get a wig, though. Yeah, yeah, so, so do I. <laughs> I need to get everything. I have bought the stuff for mine, I'm committed. So I'm going to, let's make sure at some point, someone reminds me when we get to October, buy the costume. Because yeah. <laughs> I need to have that. So, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, that is, I guess, class dismissed on our back-to-school <laughs> sort of roundtable. So, um, next one, Masters of the Sky. So, be like Ed and get your picks in in time so that is hashtag bfe top five you don't use it there's no guarantee i see it please rank them one to five make sure i know which one's the best which one's the worst i find if you put the number one beside the best that's easy for me to figure out does everybody (laughs) send these to you like in the podcast you know digitally because i i tend to write them down and send you a picture well to oh, be, to be fair, send it like no, to, be fair to be fair, Liam, that is kind of digital in the sense you send it to me via a messaging app. No, but I mean, but, do people send it to you? Yeah, like, I just type it out. Some people type them out, some people take pictures. Yeah, I think, oh, I right. think you're the only one who takes a picture, if that's what you're asking. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's fine. No, you're okay. You're okay. So, uh, as far as that goes, but for you out there, please, just a tweet will do just fine. Uh, yeah. Or Reverend Bruce, who does it on the old Facebook Messenger. So, it's always good to hear from Reverend Bruce. Hey. So, um, with that in mind, for best film ever, I've been in. I've been Liam. I've been Ethan. And I've been Georgia. And I'm getting out of here before they make me man detention. We'll catch you on the flippity flap. The flippity flip flap. <laughs>